to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 26, Knitting Machines and Sock Blanks. Yes. Which, if we're being honest, uh, just this past week, I might have tripped and fallen down this rabbit hole. Um, (laughs) I didn't know what a sock blank was, and I saw it in one of my knitting groups. And of course, I don't want to look like an idiot that's like, what's a sock blank? So I'm Googling Mm -hmm. it up. Um, or as Remy says, search it up. <laughs> she she talks to Google all the time, and she'll be like, "Hey Google, search up what does a deer eat?" Or like she's <laughs> she's always talking to Google, asking it stuff, but she calls it searching it up. Um, mm. but I looked it up. So apparently, like, I've never really looked into loom knitting because I don't know. I guess I just am a regular. I guess I shouldn't say that. That is regular knitting too, but like. Just a traditional uh, knitter here. Right. Um, But people use, instead of like using like a small loom is what I would call it, I guess. Or people call it a knitting machine. um, Mm -hmm. To make like a hat or a scarf or a tube. um, Then you just knit up a blank. So instead of it being anything like purposeful, you're literally just knitting your white yarn or whatever yarn you're using into this ginormous tube or what they call a sock blank and then you dye it now okay maybe you've looked into this because I didn't and I probably should have before we started but do you use like writ dye like mixed up just in squeegee bottles that I yarn or like how do you what kind of dye do you use I think you probably I mean I don't know you probably could use writ dye but I know that there is specific dye for yarns because actually in our uh professional life back when I was new to sales and I was prospecting like the kinds of customers I'd be interested in talking (laughs) to um I was looking at um some yarn dyers and yarn suppliers because and I don't know how it works with just like white yarn you know that you would get from say say red hearts white yarn like even though it's white like it's still dyed white so but I know that you can get yarn that is like considered virgin yarn like it's just it's dyeable basically just blank spun yarn that hasn't been dyed at all and I wonder if maybe that would hold the dye better since it's not already previously dyed Interesting. I did not know that the white yarn was dyed white. I guess it makes Uh sense because it obviously wouldn't be that bright of a white naturally. Yeah, so Um, I don't know how it would hold. But I would say, I mean, I would say it would still probably be fine because anybody who's gotten writ dye on anything knows that shit's not coming out. It might not be as vibrant, but it would be, you could still use it, I would say. I used black writ dye one time, and I don't know what I was thinking, but I did not wear gloves. Oh. (laughs) Dude, my nails looked disgusting for weeks, and I, you know, just had my regular nails. It's not like they were, like, acrylics that I could rip off because they looked gross. No, it was my regular nails, and there was, so I felt compelled to tell everyone, like, Oh, hey, by the way, I, I was dying a dress and like I like anybody that like looked in my general direction or made any my sort of eye contact heard about this dress project. 
Well, okay, so I love this dress from Fashion Bug. Shout out. Or, do that, does that still exist? I don't know. I love Fashion not. Bug, and I don't care who knows it. Um, but I had this dress, and it's one that I wore for Gatlin's baby shower. And because I don't know who else does this. I know you're this way, and a lot of other moms, I feel like, can probably relate. But God forbid I stain or spill something and just need to get a new dress. I would rather try to writ dye it black to cover <laughs> up the stain than have to spend a dime on myself, like at the thrift store. Something like, yeah. I will buy my kid like the most ridiculous thing and then be like, what's that? Your pants have a hole in them. Sew them up for the 10th time. Like, I, it's, I don't know why I get that way. But anyway, I was trying to dye this dress because it had gotten a stain on it. It was white, like eyelet lace, and it was really cute. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to dye it black. And I didn't do research because back then Pinterest wasn't so readily available, uh, nor was the internet. But I did black. And I like I thought I soaked that thing, I mean, to where I thought it was probably going to start disintegrating soon. <laughs> um, and then I did the whole thing, rinsed it all out, yada, yada, yada. It's like a charcoal gray. It's still pretty, though, because I've seen pictures of it. Yeah, so it turned out okay, but man, those nails, it was horrendous. Well, okay, so good to know that there's a special yarn dye. I was not aware of that. Um, I would have just hillbillied it up here and probably went to the Walmart to get me some Rit dye. Well, um, I mean, you still probably could. And I mean, if for, and I don't, I mean, I don't know if it would fade in the wash after a while or if like the. Um, if it would hold enough if there's any kind of, yeah, I don't know either, like yeah. what they used to. Not seal the dye in, but you know what I mean? Like to set it, I guess, would maybe be a better better phrasing. Um, but what these ladies do. So, okay, you got this big giant tube of yarn that you've machine knitted up with your hand crank. Most of them are hand crank, which seems very old school, but I dig it. Um, but once it's done and you dye it all up, instead of, which most people would probably do, like, you just frog it back out as you work. So you work from the one piece onto whatever it is you're making. Mm-hmm. So instead of like balling it up or putting it into, as my friends in the UK say, a hank. Right. Um, or a skein or a ball or whatever you yeah. like to call it today. But you just like as you're frogging back your rows, then you just rework it right back into whatever you're doing. And I've seen some really neat pictures. This is the rabbit hole part. Go on Pinterest if you're bored listeners and look up sock blanks like before and after hand dyed sock blanks because it'll show you like oh this one's green with big blue splotches and yellow and whatever but then you'll look at say a sock that they made with it and it like stripes itself out all cool looking and like it's it's really fascinating how it all works but for someone like us who doesn't have an alpaca farm yet um (laughs) heavy on the yet (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah if this is only yet <laughs> we're looking at you alpaca meadows right um but for you know people like us like that i feel like would be a good way to kind of like dip our toe in the water of yarn dyeing and i don't know making lisa frank like yarn why does lisa frank not have a brand of yarn can we get that petitioned right um i know <laughs> i almost specifically opened a checking account at a company that has lisa frank debit cards just for the debit card like, I was oh like, what's no wrong with me? Why would... <laughs> like there's no reason for that except for yeah but that, she is one of that debit card oh she yeah i mean i i don't know i i feel you on that i mean you could order some lisa frank checks probably oh that's true i probably could 
hopefully I need her to have could you imagine if she had a yarn that was like yeah when this works up in this pattern it's rainbow stripes with cheetah print like I don't know we need to make this happen I know we need to we need to email her PR team okay let's (laughs) follow up next week listeners as we see if as we see if Lisa Frank's team is better than Vanna White's oh I said it (laughs) see if maybe we can get a collab going yes yes with Ah, uh, I like where this is going lion brand and um I'm sorry hold on I, I feel like this car might pull out and get out and talk to me i don't know i don't know why what is wrong with people in your neighborhood <laughs> i don't know this car just slowed down in front of my house really really slow and then now they're stopped on the street i don't know who it is <laughs> they're not like parked either i don't know i don't know what's going on in this neighborhood <laughs> just stopped mid-street yeah yeah well they looked over here when they were driving by put your oh. hand up over oh, your eyes like the sun is in your eyes <laughs> Do like four year old kids do. You can't see me, John Cena. <laughs> right. Oh, Lord Our listeners mercy. are going to need you to stop sitting outside because your neighbors are crazy. And I feel like maybe you're late. Maybe they listen. And maybe it's like, know. oh, is Sarah out there recording? Let me go take my evening stroll and see if I can catch her. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. You're becoming a, a celebrity, a neighborhood celebrity. I know. Well, I was. <laughs> I was sitting outside the other day, and um, this one lady who lives down the street pulled in, and I didn't know who she was. I've never seen her before. She doesn't live on my street. She lives probably like a block over, but she came up, and she was like, hey, uh, did you get your fireplace fixed uh, by Arco? <laughs> um, what was she doing? Stalking your house? Like, how did she know that? <laughs> I don't know, and I said, yeah, we did. Well, she said... Um, that they drove by here. She's like, we've been wanting to get our fireplace fixed. She was like, but they're going to have to tear, like tear the whole thing down and redo it. But she said they've lived in their house now for 56 years. Um, their fireplace doesn't work. She wanted to sell the house like 10 years ago, but they decided not to. They decided to stay in it. Um, but yeah, but she's saying that you need to get their fireplace fixed. She's like, did they do good work? I said, they did. I said, it took a long time no fault of their own we just had a lot of ice that nobody could get on the roof oh my but gosh yes <laughs> I said it was just a problem I should it's it's on me I shouldn't have tried to get my fireplace fixed during fireplace season <laughs> I feel like maybe that should have been a summer project but yeah so so is the um, car still there I don't know I'm afraid to look hold on hold on I'm gonna army crawl be casual. through my grass be cool be cool <laughs> Uh, no. Okay, excellent. Sorry, no. I was like, <laughs> I, well, I didn't see him drive by. But, um, well, for, I don't, I don't know if we talked about this or not, but the house across the street from me is for sale. And even though there's a, like, a pending contract on it now, the for sale sign in the yard still says that it's for sale. So, a lot of times people will, like, drive by and slow down, but then, like, they didn't get a good look at it. So, then they do, like, a once again around the block to to look again so i don't know maybe that's yeah what he was doing maybe he was just like slowing down to kind of check out the house or something i don't know but i it just it's like every time i sit outside <laughs> oh my god there's there's something there's or somebody needing something or 
what have you. So but... how's your how's the American flag blanket coming along? Not bad. It's not coming bad. Um, let's see. I'm probably oh I well I'm on stripe twelve now. Excellent. And I've got ten stars done because I was going to take the blanket to Eric's softball game. Not this past Sunday because it got rained out, but the Sunday before. Um, but then I was like, I'll tell you what I don't want to do. Sit in 90 degree heat with a giant blanket on and then yes. during a softball game crocheting for two hours. So I decided to go ahead and start my stars then instead. Oh, yeah. A little game. easier. Mm-hmm. So I got smaller, at least not done. as heavy and hot. Right. And I could have actually probably gotten more than that done, but I just kept getting distracted by really cute puppy that somebody brought with them <laughs> and I just wanted to play with the puppy more than I wanted to crochet so I probably could have got more done than that but it's just this really cute baby Siberian husky puppy and I just wanted to give it hugs and love and cuddles yeah. and I could do that and crochet and the puppy the puppy was happier to see me than my yarn was so <laughs> that's what I mentioned. feel you on that I finished up another one of those uh pointy I think the pattern is called like almost lost dishcloth or washcloth, something like that. I but I know you want to say trivet. Say trivet. Say the word. It's trivet. a trivet. It's a trivet. <laughs> so I finished another one. Um uh, it matches the first one I did. The first one was like that, like purples and teals and whatever. And this one's just all teal. I say teal loosely because quite frankly, if we're talking about Crayola crayons, I mean it might might be like I don't even know what color. It's not a teal. I'll just figuratively say that, I suppose. Like aqua, um, like a like a sage teal or like oh, a. Okay. I don't know. Like in some light, it looks strange. Here's the thing: I don't understand why when I take a picture with my phone to show you, because usually you're the only person that really gets excited when I finish anything. I'm gonna post a picture of it tonight. Um, so people will uh, be able to see it. I don't know that we should because I'll be honest, oh, I forgot to chain fine. back the, or not chain back, um, bind off or cast off the four stitches back down on the last point, but kind of just wung it because that's the last one and then you got to stitch up the sides like together. So I just made it look okay, but it's in my mind, one. it's totally missing those four, missing four stitches. I'm proud of um, getting posted. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I finished that and now I've got, I ordered a bunch of, because I'm a sucker, a bunch of these little lovey things. Um, Joanne's was having a sale and they were a steal for $3, but it's like the little lovey top, you know, like a lion or a dinosaur mm-hmm. or I don't know. There's a bunch of them. The one I'm working on right now is a red, white, and blue French bulldog. I love it. And it came with like a little ball of yarn enough to make like a 12 by 12 lovey. Right. Now I'm going to be honest. I feel like my knitting capabilities are going to be limited in life because I freaking hate the pearl stitch. Mm. It's like a backwards, uncomfortable hold. It makes my carpal tunnel and my wrist go numb. Like it's just, I just hate it. I thoroughly hate it. Now, if I'm purling like to where it's all purling, like it's not terrible. If the whole row is that, all right, whatever, I get through it. But like a seed stitch or a moss stitch or any of those to me are basically the same thing. But it's like, Knit one, purl one, knit one, purl one. And no, I refuse. So I keep finding these like pretty little patterns. And then I'm like, oh, nope, that's a no. I'm not doing that. Because (laughs) when you purl, you've got to like pull your yarn to the front before you can do the stitch. And then the stitch is in the front. 
So it's like just not you can't I can't at least get a good rhythm going with it because it's like front back front back and then I'm like crap what was that last one so I it's out but I do like this little pattern because it's essentially just yarn overs and knit stitches so I really like it this little pattern I'm trying to do for the lovey is actually the granny dishcloth pattern but I just really like it so yeah. I'll try it on this little lovey the only thing I did not account for and I wish I would have researched more this yarn is tiny and I know that it's like a baby lovey but like I feel like I'm gonna have a million stitches before I start my decreases because it's so like I feel like I'm knitting with floss oh no it's really small mm. and you know me I usually like the thick and quick or give me the super bulky like anything yeah. that makes me feel accomplished because I feel like I'm getting something done I feel like I've been working on this thing for a couple days already and it's like so you've got one inch going so far and this thing's gonna be 12 <laughs> inches like uh. I also do not like working with any kind of thread which is always upsetting because it's like whenever I see something that I really want it's like and surprise it's thread <laughs> right I know <laughs> I've been looking into some that. lace patterns um I really like yarn overs. I think that they're pretty when it leaves like the little hole, like the little eyelet hole or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't been brave enough to try them because it's also re- a lot of them call for smaller yarn. And Randy Jackson, it's a no for me for right now, dog. I just, <laughs> it's a no. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't want things <laughs> to take me weeks to make unless it's like a blanket, which of course would. But something that's 12 by 12, I don't feel like should take me weeks to get at. So. I don't like the little yarn. Um, So something I was thinking about today. Here in Ohio, we do a tax-free weekend as of just kind of recently, the past couple years, I think, where for school shopping coming up, because I cannot believe we are already going to talk about school coming up. Right. But they do. We do a tax-free weekend. And I think a lot of states probably have or do that as of recently, too, where, like, school supplies... Um, certain, you know, teaching materials and books, if they're under a certain value, like $20 or $25, um, or clothing and shoes and backpacks, lunchboxes under $75 qualifies tax-free for the whole weekend. Um, something that I was thinking about was like, I wonder, I don't know, growing up, I knew a lot of people that made their own clothing or like their mom sewed their dresses and things so I got to thinking like I wonder if fabric or yarn is also included in tax free weekend uh after some thorough investigating surprise it's not which so I kind of think is stupid and that's why the current governor of our state Mr. Mike DeWine is going to get the dirty look of the week this week looking at you DeWine um because here's what I think in my mind we're going to give tax-free weekend on, uh, let's just call it, probably a bulk of imported goods from elsewhere. Um, but we're going to tax you on material where you can make your own goods here. And I kind of feel like that's shady. Like, I have no beef with imports. We work in a professional setting that involves global logistics and transportation so no qualms with that but 
I feel like they missed the boat on including fabric and yarn and those sorts of things. Um, a representative who I shall not name from Joanne's um, said that the only thing they know of that they will have that will be tax-free are kids' crafts. Tell me how kids' crafts qualify for tax-free weekend. No offense, Joanne's representative. I appreciate right. your honesty. What kind of crafts did they say? She said small crafts, which again, I mean, I would think so because, because... it has to be under like $20, but are we talking like make your own beaded bracelet kits? Because that'd be some nonsense. Well, I was wondering if maybe like the crayons and colored pencils and that kind of substances are, I guess, technically considered a school supply. Yes, probably so. Speaking of crayons, let's talk about that really quick. I saw something on Facebook the other day because I, we're a little bit all over tonight. Sorry, everyone. I feel like a week is sometimes too long for us to get caught up. I do too. <laughs> um, we might have to start throwing like a midweek mini or something. I don't know. Um, but I was watching a thing on Facebook and it was like a preschool or kindergarten teacher. And it was talking about how like every year I'll use Walmart as an example. They put the 24 pack of crayons for like, you know, 32 cents or something insane. Right. And then you'll get the teacher's school list for the little kids, and it'll say, like, Crayola 16-pack of crayons. And you're like, why the F can't I get the 24-pack that's 32 cents? You want me to get the 16-pack that is less crayons and is, like, $2. Not that it's a big deal, like, money-wise, but for some parents, that could be a big difference. Right. Um, But then it all hit me watching this video this week, and I don't know if you saw it or not. No. But, um... You know, like, okay, Crayolas, we talked about earlier, they like to have lots of choices. Right. She said at that age, like, she would tell them to get out the red crayon, and there's three crayons that have a red wrapper. One's violet red, one's red, one's, like, fuchsia pink red. Oh. And so the kids would get frustrated because they would take it out in color, and then it would be the wrong color for, say, like, the duck's nose if it was orange, or um, Mm. the, the blues were a good example. She took out, like, three blues and it's like yeah right with those because one of those is purple that's violet blue you're welcome and she said at this age I would rather my kids just know what color they're choosing than be frustrated with an overabundance of choices I guess that all look similar and it made sense like I don't know I wish someone would have explained a long time ago because I personally did some bitching about that back in the day Uh, there's this girl in first grade I don't know what she's doing today, but hopefully in your first grade class. Yes. In my first grade. Oh, okay. Do tell. She, I had a box of crayons and she took her Elmer school glue and poured the entire thing in my box of crayons and all of my crayons were glued together. Oh my gosh. Why? I know. Cause she was horrible. I I won't mention her by name on here, but I hope that karma did something with her. (laughs) I hope that her kids' crayons got glued together in first grade. Yes, I hope so too. Yeah, that was, what is wrong I shouldn't with have people? even said that. <laughs> I now love I it. I feel it. like you've been holding that in and now you've got it out of your system. <laughs> well, I've been thinking about it since first grade. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you listening in this week as we <laughs> spilled the tea on our first grade trauma. <laughs> oh shoot should have gone to therapy for that i don't know no i'm just kidding no it was so much better holding it in all these years (laughs) right i know her name and everything oh shoot facebook her no because you know what will happen i'll come up as the people you might know on her like should i haven't seen her since like fifth grade what's up what's she up to (laughs) yeah 
Man, remember the time I glued those crayons together? <laughs> she's probably married with kids and all kinds of stuff. And, Oh man, that is hilarious. Um, I know that it really doesn't have anything to do with our normal topic of our podcast either, but I feel like we are, I feel compelled to update everybody on the upcoming harvest weekend. Upcoming as in like still two months away, but we are really excited about it. So, but it'll be here before we know it because how many times do we plan things? And it's like, oh shit, I completely forgot about that. (laughs) Okay. Or how many times lately something's wrong with S I R I? I can't say it out loud because (laughs) it'll start doing some stuff. But she's always trying to schedule plans with you, and I don't know why. Like, no offense. I mean, I love having plans with you, but she always pops up these suggestions and it'll be like, dinner date with Sarah tomorrow, 7 p.m. And I'm like, what? Did we schedule something? And then I look and I'm like, no, we didn't. Or it'll pop up and be like, lunch on Sunday with Sarah. And I'm like, well, huh, did we have it? No, we didn't. But she's always telling me to schedule plans with you. Well, and she, she, she told you to send me a text message the other day. Yes. You sent that screenshot and it said like based on your texting time or whatever you should based on your normal yeah. (laughs) It's time for you to text Sarah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) As if I need a reminder. Right. I'm like I'm such a part of your life that your phone wants to hang out with me too. (laughs) I know, but the the appointment things always freak me out because like Mm -hmm. I do put a lot of stuff in my calendar to be like, oh actually, dang it. I I need to write that down. I just normally something that I would say to Siri in my calendar I just thought of and I can't I can't say it because I can't be shouting out a customer that I need to check on in the morning out loud to our listeners but uh, just wrote that down so I can remember it but um, so harvest weekend is coming Mm -hmm. and we've been stocking up on some supplies I feel pretty excited about it yeah Um, listeners that don't know Sarah doesn't just dabble in anything that she does. (laughs) We discuss it. There's like a, hey, we should do this. And then usually I get a message within like the next 24 hours. It's like, (laughs) by the way, I stayed up all night researching this and I went ahead and got us this, this, and this, and this is what we got. And I'm like, that's (laughs) amazing. But I thought we were going to do that. Like in this specific instance, we might have actually said that'll be our plan for next year. Um, and then because like I said, she doesn't half ass anything, uh, straight up who has time to wait until next year. We are going to knock this out and learn how to can this year. <laughs> so by next year, we're going to be some pros. We've, we've got stuff though, in case it's not on the shelves next year. Well, okay. And that's a good point because let's be honest right now, everything is very up in the air and all these things are changing again. And quite frankly, I'm in no mood. I am in no mood. And I don't mean that in any sort of insulting way or anything else. Like I am just up to my eyeballs in nonsense and I still have time for it. I don't. That's been the theme. I feel like of like the last week and a half. Like I am not in the mood. Yes. A hundred percent. Not in the mood. And I don't even, like, my kids, I don't know, my mom could give us the I am not in the mood look, and you knew it. My yeah. kids see it as, like, a challenge. Like, I can give them a look, and it's like, okay, mom's not yeah. in a good mood. Let's see what we can do. So, I don't know. But we've got jars and lids and rings and the... uh what is it burner is that is that what we call it? i think burner? so that's yeah. okay um and then the what pressure canner 
Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm on a waiting list for more lids at Tractor Supply because they sold out. Because again, See, she doesn't. That's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid that but next they year sold out probably because ship. you already bought them all. No, I didn't buy <laughs> those ones. <laughs> I was going to get the ones off of Amazon that were like, they say that they are for like the ball jars and the cur jars or whatever, but they're not. Like they are. Um, like off-brand, I guess. Um, but I saw a lot of people in like some of the canning groups I've been following complaining because they don't fit the um oh. the jars. So here they spent thirty dollars on mm. a pack of like a hundred lids or something. They come in and then they don't fit on the jar. So it's like, well, I don't want to spend a bunch of money on like a knockoff and it not work so if I'm gonna spend the money on them I want to get the actual like brand right everybody was saying they can't find them in stores anywhere well I have been stocking the tractor supply every day online well was it yesterday or the day before yesterday I don't remember um but they said that they had two boxes in of the um wide mouth jar oh nice ones because i got some regular jars and some wide mouth jars because i just don't know what we'll need but i um, have actually you just gosh we're on a roll tonight man but I, i've got a them. recipe them. for wide mouth sorry no one in our county has a freaking muffler on their vehicle oh, um crazy it is crazy how loud it is um but we also just kind of live on a busy street here but i have a recipe for pumpkin bread that you make in the wide mouth jar you bake it in the oven and Uh then as soon as you take it out you put on your lid top Uh and as it cools it seals it down and it's delicious but we might need to add that to the list add it yep um but i'm really excited because aside from the canning stuff we're going to try to do also some water baths Mm -hmm. canning right um i've also got us some recipes for freezer jam okay um we're gonna do corn off the cob just blanch it cut it freeze it flat in bags mm-hmm. because that'll stack well in our freezers yeah and mm-hmm. i wish that i don't know anybody listening please seriously give us your suggestions here we are going to be like those people we should record it we're gonna we should maybe we will come live to you on a facebook live during harvest weekend because i don't know we might be like those people those viral videos of the turkey fryer people that it I mean, hopefully that's not what we are like. I was going to say, wait, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I'll take a viral video, but I'm not trying to blow up your backyard no. or my backyard um, by any means. Um, but I don't Although, know. Although, I do need your hubby to show me how to use a propane tank. I got you. I told yeah. Jeff that you need a propane lesson. We got it coming. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're going to have that in the books before the weekend comes. Which, okay. oh, I got our football schedule today, too, and wouldn't you know that every other team has a bye week but my team? Literally, there oh, are four teams no. for our school, and mine doesn't have a bye. Uh, so, we'll have to look at, we'll look at it as soon as actually we're done recording tonight and plan out what date. Because the season only goes up to, like, I want to say mid-October or maybe, like, late October so. We will okay. figure it out, even if I've got a one of the days leave and go to the game and come back or something. Um, okay. Yes, we 
we will figure it out. But I totally forgot I got that schedule today, which we is could awesome. just take our stuff with us to work and we could just do it on like a lunch break one day in the park. I lot. feel like one, those <laughs> little old guys in security, little scuffles <laughs> that never picks up his feet. <laughs> Would be out there, and I would say so fast, but they wouldn't be so fast because that's the problem. But when they made their way out there, they would write us one of those tickets. Have you ever gotten a work ticket? I have, I have never gotten a work ticket. Have you no. seen people? I know people that have. Yeah. Yeah, they don't play. They will write you a ticket. Um, I had a coworker when I was in the building across the street that was always running late. Shock. Um. But he would always try to, like, squeeze up and, like, make this last little spot that was not actually a spot. He would, like, park there and pretend it was. Mm. He come in one time from lunch so mad because they had put a ticket on his truck. And when you get a work ticket, you have to report to security about the ticket so they can tell you about what you're violating. (laughs) And let you know that if it happens again, you know, there's going to be some repercussions. Um, But we had... I don't think they can find you, can they? I don't, I don't know if they can write you up. Like, I don't know. Oh, I, don't, I don't know how that works, but I'll up. tell you what. I've never had to write up either, so I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've had one and I cried my eyes out. It was because I left my phone logged in on accident. But, um, and that was like the first couple months I worked there. This Friday, I celebrate my 13th anniversary there, That's which so is crazy. Funny. It's crazy. Lucky 13. Uh, I don't know about that. But um, <laughs> we had a former... Um, superior if you will that we semi reported to who also got a work ticket once at the same building across the street (laughs) really and he took it to security and said write me a ticket or tow it if you want i think that's what it said that they would tow you oh he said tow it if you want it's a company car so i don't know what to tell you (laughs) and i was like oh sick burn sick burn Uh, um it would be one who may or may not also seem sing Dreamweaver. So I don't know who that is. You don't okay. Do you know the song? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna need you you're gonna love the album cover too. I need you to when we're done, look up the okay. album cover because it's dreamy and you'll love it and thoroughly enjoy. Oh, I'm excited for you. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Can you Google it while we're doing this? Can you do I that? I don't know. Let me see. Hold on. Okay. Me, please do. I, okay. If I lose us, just reconnect me. Okay. We'll patch us together, listeners. Can so you hear me still? I can still hear you. Okay. Dreamweaver. Dreamweaver. It should go to images and it should bring up the album cover. Okay. And I'm thoroughly jealous of the glitter eyeshadow. I'll just put that out there. Oh. But do you see... Do you see who the artist is? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Um, um, I didn't know fantastic. that. Fantastic. Okay. Yep, sure did, but was straight up like, I would car, tow it wherever you wanted your car. I was going to say, now that I know who it was. <laughs> um, yep. Less. Fantastic. Probably the greatest comeback of all time to security. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what it's he's up to i haven't talked to him in a long time i send him a message every couple of months just to check in on him and his wife because i love them and i know that you know he's not everybody's cup of tea i'm not everybody's yeah. cup of tea but he's always been really good to me so yeah. I, I have no issue no same i feel like you there's a lot of people who he just mixes like oil and water with but i get along with them really well so i don't have any beef with him yep same I think I don't know which I will say there's not a lot of people I don't 
not get along with. Like, I'm pretty easygoing for the most part. Unless you want to make me, like, I don't know, not dot my eye with a heart. And then I'll lose my shit. But otherwise, That's like, true. Then the it becomes part, a whole HR I'm, issue. I'm, yeah, it, I bet, <laughs> right, it will. Uh, but other stuff, for the, I mean, for the most part, I don't know. I just, I feel like I've reached a stage in life where, like, I feel like my theme is just, it is what it is. I have recognized, I can only, I just can't, I can't make everybody like me. I can't care if I like everybody. I can just do my very best and it is what it is. Yep. That's the way it is. That's the way it has to be. I mean, our listeners like us. I think. Yeah. They want to keep coming back listening to us. I don't know. Maybe they're they're like these girls are just a damn train wreck. A train wreck they can't stop listening to, I hope. (laughs) No, but on a serious note, um, I do really appreciate last week we had 81 listens in one week, which was not just on the most recent episode, but actually some listeners going back and listening to other episodes, which I feel like is sweet. So I just want to shout you out. We see you and we really, really appreciate that. We do this. It's just a super fun side gig because we love knitting and we love crochet and we just love exploring new things and new countries and new ventures together with you guys. So we really appreciate you listening or sharing our stuff on social media. Right. Um, we are literally just two moms living the day-to-day struggle just like everybody else. So Right. I mean, this is not our job. This is just Tuesday night chit-chat. So, And I sure wish it we was. So you if you want to share it up or, you know, I don't know, we're always looking for, you know, sponsors, bring it on. But otherwise, until then, we'll still be working our, you know, our, I would say nine to fives, our eight to fives. Uh, our eight to whenever. otherwise noted. <laughs> So, yeah. um, But no, we really do appreciate you. If you don't know how to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at NeedlesHooksDL. Um, You can email us. Everything is spelled all the way out. It is NeedlesHooksAndDirtyLooks at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you. Recipes for Harvest Weekend. Give us your works in progress. Send us pictures. Tell us what you got going on. Do you use a knitting machine? Have you dyed yarn? We literally covered a slew of stuff tonight. So you want to give us feedback on any of it. We would love it. Right. And otherwise, thanks for sticking with us and listening to our chit chat and hanging out. We really do appreciate that because I tell you, if we weren't doing this right now, Brittany and I would still be having these exact same conversations on the phone with each other. So except for we would not be censoring people's names. No. Right. No. We'd be be calling it (laughs) straight out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but, but it's it's nice though because I feel like we're a little community right now, and I feel I like do. there's a lot of nice interaction and, and talk and chit chat, and I'm glad that everybody can be a part of it. We're here, so there's a lot of stuff changing. We talked about that earlier a little bit. I'm not going to touch on anything crazy, but COVID is happening, and these variants are happening, and changes are happening. So if you get trapped in your house, or if anybody else gets trapped on a lockdown. Because I know other countries, like, you know, everything's different there versus here and whatever. Right. We've got lots of episodes now. 26. Yeah. So you can go back and listen to the beginning when we weren't really sure what we were doing. Because I'm sure those sound pretty crazy at this point. Um, But otherwise, give us a share and look for us next week. Yes. Bye. Bye.